0: Hello, and welcome to The Fierce Life with your host. That's me, Conceda Thomas. Today, we are talking about those pesky little plateaus. I don't know about you, but I really don't like plateaus. I don't think anybody does. And if you know firsthand how frustrating it can be to be doing what you need to do, to be humming along and getting progress, and then all of a sudden not getting progress then you want to stick around for this episode we're going to talk about plateaus why they happen how to tell if it's really a plateau in the first place and what to do about it so this is definitely an episode where you want to get out your pen and paper um, because i'm going to drop some gems that you definitely want to pick up so jam out to my show tunes and meet me on the other side of the music for this discussion Hello, fierce friend, welcome back. This is episode number 35, where we are getting into why you keep hitting a weight loss plateau and how to get beyond it. So, um, you know how annoying it can be to be doing the things that you need to do to progress, and maybe even to be progressing, and then all of a sudden it's not working. And I want to dive deep into that today and give you some insight into why that may be happening. And more importantly, what to do about it. But first, I'm going to start out with a little story that's a little bit embarrassing, but you guys know I'm all about embarrassing myself a little bit if it's going to help you even a little bit. So some years ago, gosh, I think like maybe 2007, so more than a decade ago, I was working with a trainer. This was after my competition days i was done competing in figure and i wasn't really bodybuilding or anything like that anymore um i was still kind of sort of living the lifestyle but i was kind of coming off of it and trying to embrace more of a lifestyle way of doing things i was still very far from the fierce life right i was not quite yet doing efficient exercise or figure friendly eating i was still very much in that diet phase and I was working with a trainer who I was hoping could help me get some results while transitioning to a more sustainable, and I say more, not completely, but more sustainable way of exercising than what I had done in my competition days. So um, quite a few of my friends who used to compete had started working with him. A lot of us who wanted to kind of get out of the crazy cycle of what we had been doing before And quite a few of them were getting really good results. He was getting rave reviews and everybody was like, hey, you've got to work with this guy. He can really help. So I started working with him. And I'll admit, when he first gave me my program, I was kind of relieved when I saw the exercise portion because even though it was way more than I do now, it was still so much less than I had been doing in the past just to stay the same. But when I saw my menu plan, I'll be the first to admit I was kind of disappointed because even though I had more <laughs> I had more carbs and starches than what I had when I was following a competition diet, it was still pretty darn strict. Everything still had to be weighed and measured. I had one cheat day and then kind of like one cheat snack. It was still very regimented, still very much the type of plan that would have you obsessing over your food but it was a step in the right direction so um i took the plunge you know jumped in full body and i was doing the program and the first week i think i lost something crazy like eight pounds which was a lot you guys because you know, eight pounds in a week, if you're not over, like, 200 pounds, that's a lot of weight to lose, and at that time, I was, I don't remember exactly, but I think I was somewhere around 170, 180, like, somewhere around there, right, so, um, so, eight pounds was still a lot, Eight, it was, like, five percent of my body weight in a week, right, somewhere around that, so, so that was good. It was going well. I was like, oh wow, this is really going to work. I signed up for eight weeks with him, but who knows? I might be at my goal in like three weeks at this rate. So the second week, you know, I'm plugging along and I think I lost something like maybe four or five pounds, which was still a lot of weight in a week for the size I was at the time, right? So I'm still, you know, pretty stoked with how this is going. But guys, I told you, the diet was really, it was a diet. It was a diet. And if you know anything about me, um, you know, my husband and I, we like to go out a lot. He's super spontaneous when it comes to food. He always wants to try, like, some new restaurant. So that whole cheat meal life and having a specific day to have a meal really does not go with my lifestyle. And so um, we get rolling to week three, and I'm kind of feeling like I've got a little wiggle room, right? And I didn't really think about this like, and do this intentionally at the time, but you know how it is when something is working like a little bit too well, you're like, hmm, well, maybe I don't have to try that hard, right? <laughs> so I'm pretty sure that I had more than my one allotted cheat snack, and I don't remember exactly. I don't think I had more than one cheat meal, but I was definitely a lot looser that third week. I probably skipped weighing and measuring some of my meals and things like that. And so that next week, you guys, I didn't lose anything. <laughs> I didn't lose anything at all. And so every week I used to have to report my weight and my measurements and send pictures to my coach. And so I was really certain that, you know, when we got on the phone for my coaching call, that he was going to, you know, give me some ninja strategy to bust through my plateau because clearly I hit a plateau. I mean, Eight pounds one week, four or five the next, nothing, a plateau, right? No. I get on the phone with him and I said, well, you know, you got my update, right? And he's like, yeah, I got it. And I'm like, okay, so yeah, so clearly there's a problem. So what do you think we should do? (laughs) Guys, he was not nice at all, but that's okay. We don't always need nice. I'm nice, but he's not nice. He said to me, well, I just think you should start doing the program again guys, silence. I'm like, first of all, I was slightly mad because I'm paying this guy big bucks to coach me. And I felt like he wasn't coaching me. Like, hey, where's the ninja strategy? I hit this plateau. I'm still paying you. What do you mean I should do the program? But I didn't say anything because when he said it, of course, initially I was offended as we always are, right? When someone calls us out on our stuff, but like I heard him loud and clear And when he said it, it was like a punch to the gut because he was right. I wasn't doing the program anymore. I was doing a form of the program, a variation of the program, but I wasn't doing the program in week three, the way I was in week one and two. And clearly he had coached enough people um, to either A, know, just know intuitively what I was doing, or B... He was just like, follow the instructions, my stuff works. And if it doesn't, it's your fault. I'm not sure which way he was, but he was right, right? So I tell you that story because um, it, it pretty much highlights a lot of what I'm going to talk about when it comes to plateaus and how to get beyond them. So the first thing is, what is a plateau really? Guys, in the case of my example, where I've lost massive weight the first week, Still great amount of weight the second week and then nothing the third week. That is not a plateau. I was convinced that it was a plateau, but it was not a plateau. So weight loss is not linear, right? So you're not gonna lose the same amount every single week. There will be some weeks where there's nothing at all lost and then all of a sudden there's eight pounds or where maybe even you go up a pound and then there's a four pound loss. And here's the other thing progress or body change is not solely weight on a scale. So if your measurements are changing and the scale isn't, you are still losing fat if you're getting smaller. Now, maybe you're a beginner, and so you're gaining muscle at the same rate that you're losing fat. That doesn't happen for most people who are intermediate or advanced. But if you're a beginner, that can be happening. So for, for me, when I work with people, when I work with my clients one-on-one and they're reporting their measurements and their compliance, I do not consider someone to have hit a plateau unless we go two to three weeks with no movement in anything, meaning there's no movement in weight, there's no movement in measurements. There's no movement. There's no change anywhere. Their pictures don't look any different. So no movement anywhere for at least three weeks. Then I'm like, okay, we've hit a plateau. And we've and that brings me to my second point. Um, that's what I look for when I'm working with someone one-on-one. And we've only hit a plateau if there's no changes in weight, measurements, or pictures for at least three weeks and... That happened in the presence of at least 80% consistency. You guys, sometimes, just like in my example, we call inconsistency a plateau when that's really not the case. So, you always want to fix consistency first. So, let me say this if we're doing a program. And we're tracking our weight, we're tracking our measurements, we're tracking our pictures, and we are not tracking how often that we are hitting the daily intentions that we set for ourselves cuz we got those, right? Please tell me you've got those. Um if we're not tracking that, then we really can't tell if we've hit a plateau or if we've had a dip in consistency. If maybe like me, we are not hitting those same daily actions with the same consistency that we were before, when we were seeing change so with my clients i always fix consistency first if someone stops getting results or they're gaining and they have not hit their movement and their um food daily accountabilities at least five out of seven days we're not talking plateau busting strategies we're talking how to fix the consistency because you cannot get results without being consistent first i'm gonna say that again that's tweetable you cannot troubleshoot results when there's no consistency the issue is consistency right not a plateau so let's say that it's been more than three weeks there's been no changes in measurement there's been no changes in weight there's been no changes in pictures and there was at least 80% consistency over those three weeks there then that's a plateau right And there are a couple of reasons why that happens. And then there are a few things that we can do to address that. So one of the the main reasons, or I guess you can say the theme of that is that the body needs more stimulus to change, right? So I always say that the body responds to better. And so if your body stops responding, better has become the norm. What used to be better is now the norm. And so now you need to better your better. <laughs> you like how I make up stuff? Better your better. Now you need to better your better in order to continue to see results. And there's two ways that we can do that, right? Or three ways, I should say. We can do that with dialing in our nutrition a bit, right? So let's just say that maybe in the beginning, um, in order to get things started and to move that eating in the direction of figure-friendly, maybe we started with, PVW, right, making sure that every meal had protein, making sure we got three servings of veggies a day, making sure we optimized our water intake. Well, now it may be time to address those starch servings, right, if that's not something that we did in the very beginning as part of the plan. Or maybe we have done PVW and we've been doing that for a while and we already optimized our starch servings. But let's just say maybe there was a snack or two per day that were not exactly figure friendly, but we didn't address those right off the bat because I don't with my clients. I do not believe in handing somebody a meal plan and having them overhaul. We always take how they're already eating and we tweak it just a little bit to get some results. And then we continue to make improvements, so maybe there was a dessert that needed to be modified. I know that just happened with one of my one on one clients The dessert that she was eating every night um, it was helping her to not have you know a larger amount of something worse, and she was getting great results, but we got to a point where you know I said hey we 've got to optimize this this dessert a little bit." Um, If you want your results to keep going, you know, we had noticed that her results slowed and that was the next thing on the list to optimize a little bit to get things moving so you can always dial in your nutrition, um, but the caveat with that is like you have to want to. The the idea is to never get to a point where you're dieting or you're feeling deprived. So if there's room to dial in your nutrition without feeling like you're dieting or deprived, that's really a great place to start because it doesn't require any extra time, um, any extra wear and tear on the body. However, that's not the only way to make an improvement. The next way to make an improvement is just to look out at, at your workouts so if you're already doing strength training workouts and maybe conditioning workouts so those are the high intensity workouts, um, your body is probably adjusted to what you were doing so you need to ask yourself like am i am I working as hard as I was working in the beginning? Am I still being adequately challenged and if not, how can I increase that challenge without increasing the amount of time that I'm spending working out so can I use bigger weights? Can I maybe use some um, advanced lifting techniques, like maybe do some cheat reps to get more reps in less time? Or, you know, maybe I can add, um, so if you don't want to add weight, maybe you can add strategies like doing like one and a half reps instead of one rep for each time, you know, but just things like that. How can I make my workout more challenging to provide more stimulus to my body without just smacking more time on my workouts? Because really, that's not the answer. That's not, you don't want that to be your go-to because you get to a point where you can't go any further. And then that's just a whole trap. Okay. Um, So then the, the next thing to look at is, okay, if my diet or my food is as dialed in as I'm willing to take it right now, and I still feel very challenged in my workouts, then am I doing my leisure walking? I know that's one of the areas that my clients, a lot of times, kind of slack off in because it doesn't necessarily feel all that beneficial, doesn't feel like it should make a difference. Like, hey, I'm working out hard 5 days a week, my my food is pretty dialed in. And so yeah, that, you know, 20 minute, 30 minute walk a day that, you know, I'm supposed to get just because I live in a modern society and I don't work in the field or in the factory anymore, and concede says that matters. Sometimes they start out doing that really well and then it starts to slip. So Am I getting my leisure walking? in? am I getting leisure activity? Am I moving at all outside of my formal workouts? Um, and if not, then start. Or if it's kind of, if it's kind of, um, if it's kind of gotten less and less over time, getting that back where it needs to be. Or sometimes even, how can I be strategic about getting more movement in my day? Maybe I just need to get more. Maybe I need to start taking. bad parking spot maybe i need to stop skipping the elevator and those little things add up you guys so that's it that's that's the whole ins and outs of weight loss plateaus and why we hit them and um and how to get beyond it and there's one other thing i want to throw out there that i forgot to mention with the food um and this is especially important if you've lost a significant amount of weight. So let's just say you've lost like 15, 20 pounds um, and all of a sudden you're hitting a plateau and, you know, your food is pretty dialed in, you're challenging yourself in your workouts, you're doing leisure walking. Well, pay attention to how you feel. And I just used this strategy with another one of my one-on-one clients. She had lost quite a bit of weight, close to 20 pounds. And Um, You know, her results were starting to slow. And one of the things I asked her is, well, how hungry are you when it's time to eat? And we discovered that she wasn't really hungry when it was time to eat anymore. And what that was a sign of is the fact that she could either, A, go longer without eating, um, which just lifestyle-wise and family schedule-wise, that didn't make the most sense for her. But what it let me know is that she could possibly reduce what she was eating at a meal just slightly, just a little bit, not slashing calories, um, such that she would be hungry when it was time to eat again. Because not being hungry at all when it's time to eat is a sign that your body does not need fuel. Your body is good with what you gave it already. Um, And so just eating because it's time to eat, no matter how figure friendly or how healthy it is, is not really conducive to continued weight loss. So all she did was cut back how much starch she was eating at her meal just by a few bites. And what she found is she was hungry again when it was time to eat. She was hungry and that's just, you know, that's a sign that her body had used the fuel that she gave it and it was ready for more. And that's the state that you want to be in if you're trying to lose weight, okay? So, you guys, that's all I have for you for this episode on plateaus. I hope it's been super helpful. Um, you know what I always say, after you learn something, you have to do something. So your fierce follow-up for today should you choose to accept, accept it is if and only if you've hit a plateau, right? or you feel like you've hit a plateau, you wanna evaluate. First of all, is this a plateau really? Has it been at least three weeks with no changes in anything? Not just weight, but weight, measurements, pictures. If so, am I being consistent? If I don't know, before I change anything, I wanna start tracking my consistency, saying what my daily actions are gonna be, tracking them, and making sure that I'm hitting them off five out of seven days. If not, fix that, right? So we want to look at whether or not we really have a plateau, whether or not we're consistent. And if we've hit a plateau and we are consistent, then we want to go ahead and decide which area we're going to tighten up, whether that's styling and the nutrition, whether that's um, by making it more figure friendly or eating slightly less if we're not hungry, but we're eating anyway, um, or if we need to address Making sure our workouts are more challenging, or just getting in more leisure activity. So basically, I want you to audit yourself and figure out what your next step is. And if you need help, um, just reach out. You can always reach me inside of my free support group for women, Conceda's Fierce Friends. Um, you can get into that group by going to Concitathomas.com/slash become a fierce friend That way you can have access to a whole community of women who totally get this. And I'm in there as well. You can ask questions, kind of crowdsource, right? Like get, get feedback from what other people have gone through and what they do. Also, if you want to listen to this episode again and you want to listen to specific parts of it, head over to the show notes page. That's com slash ep34. That's slash ep34. You will find the show notes with timestamps on over there. Also, if this episode was helpful to you, you've got at least one friend who would find it helpful too. Please share this episode out on social media or just grab the link and text it to a friend who would find this information beneficial. And then finally, on whichever podcast platform you're listening to this podcast, don't forget to subscribe so that you're notified when the next episode goes live. And if you would be so kind to leave us a five-star rating, I would love that. And again, if I have not earned your five-star rating, please reach out to me, email me, DM me on social media. Let me know what I could do better to actually earn that five-star rating from you. That's very important to me. And um, that's all I've got for today, fierce friend. Until next time, stay fierce. You're ready to master your motivation, keep your head in the game, and get the results that you deserve. And I have just the thing to help you boost your mood and wrap yourself in motivation every single day. Visit the Conceita Thomas apparel shop today to get your motivational tanks, tees, and mugs. Be sure to use the promo code Friend for a discount on your first order of $25 or more. You can visit the shop at conceitathomas.com apparel. Are you sick and tired of starting over when it comes to your healthy eating? Have all your failed attempts got you wondering why you can't seem to stick to anything long enough to get results and definitely not to keep results? Listen, it's not you. It's the diet. Giving up your favorite dishes just to lose weight doesn't last. And force feeding yourself food that isn't even culturally familiar just because some guru said it would help you get results is a setup for failure. When you are ready to get real results eating the foods that you already love, It's time to schedule your eating audit. Let me help you discover the tiny tweaks you need to make to get results from the foods you already eat every day. No more diets, no more falling off the wagon, just real lasting results with food you're actually going to be happy to eat after you reach your goal. Schedule your eating audit today at conceitathomas.com slash audit.